This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. I'd love to hear your opinion on this. I had a diesel motor vehicle for maybe seven years or so, um, only changing this year to a petrol motor vehicle. And it was at that time where diesel was always a lot cheaper than petrol. And then some weird thing happened. I get badi or what happened, but the pe- petrol price kind of started going down and the diesel price went up. But this really is affecting those who use diesel in any one of the ways. Um, 70 fuel stations across South Africa are being probed by the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy for supplying um, watered-down diesel. Initial findings by the department's annual fuel quality and monitoring program for 2023 implicated the stations. Limpopo, they recorded the highest number of incidents, followed by KZN and then the Northwest, speaking to us about the effect of fake fuel or watered-down diesel on cars is AA spokesperson Leighton Beard, who joins us on the line right now. Leighton, thank you very much. I believe this is a busy day for you. Is everybody talking about the same issue? Yeah, Pabi, it is certainly. That's why they pay me the little bucks, eh? <laughs> the medium bucks at the very <laughs> least. Well, welcome. It's lovely to talk to you. Now, this is quite frightening. I mean, is this the first time we've heard of something like this? Is it the first time it's happening, Leighton? No, it certainly is not the first time it's happening. I mean, you know, when you when you look at some reports from the past, and you look at uh, um, you know uh, uh, re- reports coming out from, by, for, for instance, the South African Petroleum Industry Association, they will tell you that these types of things have been going on for years and years and years. Mm. So it's not anything new, um, uh, and it is something that obviously has happened in the past and continues to happen, um, and even on a greater scale. You know, I, I was reading an interview yesterday where. In, in the past uh, 50 or 15 years ago, um, we were we were selling around 100 million liters of paraffin. Now we are close to you know 1.2 billion. So um, mm. the problem is certainly increasing over a period of time. Mm. Okay, so you know there's also the difficult question um, around whether these petrol stations contaminated the fuel themselves or whether yeah. they bought the fake fuel from wholesalers unknowingly. Which scenario is likely here? It's it's such a tough question to answer. You know, I'm not at the coal face of that of that process, so I wouldn't even want to venture a guess. But I think the point that you're making is a very valid one, and that is everybody wants to vilify the the, the filling stations, but the filling stations themselves may have been in a position where they have said, okay, look, we want to buy X amount of of diesel from you. That diesel has has been something that has happened over a period of time with this company. They've bought the diesel, and they've used the diesel only to discover now that the diesel that they've actually bought has been contaminated from the wholesaler. I'm not saying that's exactly what happened, but that is a possibility. And it's the reason why the AA is saying, let's get all the details of exactly when the sampling was taken, who the samples were taken from, what's the point of origin, and all of these types of details, because I think it then clarifies exactly how we need to proceed in terms of, you know, these are the exact people who are are guilty of doing this. Okay, so this is the million-dollar question. What are the risks? Mm. What are the consequences on motor vehicles using the wrong kind of uh, fuel? 
Yeah, it's very dangerous. I mean, it could certainly damage your your your, your engine, um, you know, and and it could lead to quite significant repair costs. So, um, this isn't something that you should take lightly. Engines are manufactured to take specific types of fuel, mm. and when that fuel is adulterated, it's mixed with something else. It's obviously not optimal for the vehicle, and the engine is going to suffer. The problem, of course, is that you're not going to get this uh, problem happening immediately. So you're not going to fill up and then drive off, and then all of a sudden your engine is going to seize. That's not going to happen. It's going to happen over a period of time. Um, you're going to lose some power in the engine. Um, you may have some noises coming from the engine. And even when you take that engine apart, the, the reasoning of the adulterated fuel might not be immediately identifiable. It could be another reason as a result of that. So it's a very tricky thing to get around, but the problem is quite big. If you put this fuel in your vehicle, you run the risk of creating damage, and it's going to cost you a lot of money to fix it. Um, is there a way to detect that any sort of mechanical fault is directly caused by the fuel? Yeah, thanks for that question. That makes my day. Uh, no, there isn't. Um, you know, and, and it's obviously a question that I'm getting asked a lot and everybody wants to know, well, how do we know that this fuel is bad or good? Yeah. Um, there's no re- real way of doing that. You know, there are obviously some red flags. The, the minute you put paraffin in, in, in diesel, you increase in the volume of that diesel, which means that you could probably sell it for less because you've got more of it to sell mm. uh, and thereby increase your profit margins over time. Um, so if you're getting diesel at your regular place uh, and all of a sudden it's at a hugely discounted price, that may be a red flag. It's not necessarily one. It may be one. So these are the types of things you've got to look out for. Um, you know, I failed chemistry at, 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 at university. I would suggest if you're that way inclined to take a chemistry set with you, even that may not necessarily give you the answers. What I can say is that the big fuel companies, the guys that have been in the game for a long time, the people who are reputable, the people that you buy your fuel from on a daily basis, these guys do self-regulation. They check their fuel. They make sure that the quality is of good, uh, it's of good quality yeah. to sell to the public. And you know that because you haven't heard reports of any vehicles having problems as a result of purchasing fuel there. So the bottom line, of course, is continue buying where you're buying if you haven't had problems and trust the players that you have always trusted. That's, I think, for us, the best advice we can give right now. Automobile Association of SA spokesperson Leighton Beard, thanks for the update. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.